What's an unexpectedly well-paid job? Boiler operator. Get paid $35 an hour to play Skyrim on Switch while watching Netflix. Just have to find one that's all operator and no maintenance. Which state do you work in? It's really hard to get a job as a boiler operator, especially without a license. I just wanted to chime in. I got hired as a boiler operator in Hawaii. Pay started at $38 an hour, and I didn't need any license or education. We did all the training in-house. Uh, hello? Yes, I'd like to apply to be your assistant. A job in Hawaii? I'll be there as soon as I can. I work at home as a closed-captioner broadcaster on the news. I make my own schedule and make between $35 to $65 an hour, depending on the job. Large investment to get started, but significantly worth the payout. What qualifications does your job require? Very interesting. You have to go through a course, the course is $800 per month, and you work at your own pace. I worked while I did it at my main job, so it took me about 7 months to complete. Most people are between 6 and 9 months, though. Between the course and all the equipment, it's about a $10,000 investment to start, but very much worth it and you make the investment back very quickly. Uh, keep in mind voice recognition software for CC is getting better every day. An office job, but you're secretly on Reddit. That's my job. Shush. Airline dispatcher. A girl I dated many years ago I met because she was living in my town training to be an airline dispatcher. There are just a handful of schools that teach it. I had no idea what an airline dispatcher was, let alone how much money they get paid. Dispatchers at FedEx can make $150,000 per year or more. It also gives you a lot of options to advance in an airline, like being a station chief at an airline. The girl I dated had a dream to one day be Air France station chief in Tahiti. I don't know if she made it or not. I've googled this position, and to me it is not at all surprising that this is a very well-paid job. From my uneducated perspective, coordinating airline operations over an airline or entire airport seems incredibly stressful. Court reporting. Stenography is a tough skill to learn, but plenty of court reporters earn over 100k, and no college degree required. Although most court reporters will need to be certified. There's a shortage of them too. I work as the videographer and they're like magicians. Not many people finish the school for it though, and most of it is online now. The downsides though, they're 99% of the time not employees, so they have to supply their own insurance, pay their own transportation fees, and buy their own machines, which are expensive. They do make a lot of money though. I think it evens out for sure. I'm currently in court reporting school and holy crap is it hard, but I enjoy it. I should be finished later this year and can't wait to start working. It is very hard. And then you can get out there and feel overwhelmed for a while. But stick with it, there's such a need right now. Fun career and you can do so many different things. My mom's been a court reporter for maybe 10 years, one of them freelance. She got a job with a county judge. She gets like 60k salary and only has to go into work when her judge has court two to three days a week. She also does a lot of freelance transcribing that brings in bank too. Definitely a stable career, would recommend. I'm a stenographer and have been since I was 17. I also transcribe police interviews. In the last week, I've heard, one, a man describing in graphic detail how he dismembered his teenage daughter and buried her, two, a man detailing how he did his seven-year-old daughter a favor when he committed the unspeakable act against her, three, an 18-year-old graphically describing her home invasion and the terrible things the intruders did to her, four, a murder case involving the nitty-gritty of stabbing wounds, I'm squeamish and get all queasy hearing the wound details, and five, a coronial inquiry into the burning death of a firefighter. Plot twist, I only worked three days last week. Technical writing. If you have the ability to take complex technical information and simplify it according to the reading audience, you can make well over 100k annually. 
People ridicule English degrees until they find out how much can be earned as a technical writer. Mobile crane operator. Union guys pull over 200k, and it's a trade that's pretty easy on the body. Operating engineers have a surprisingly high occurrence of back, neck, and wrist injuries. They do make a ton of money, though. Knees, too. Those cabins and large machinery are not made for comfort, although I hear newer ones are a big improvement. Can confirm. OE for 10 years and have many issues with carpal tunnel, back pain, knees, and so on. I regularly worked 12 to 20 hour shifts, though. It's not uncommon to run equipment that has no AC. Once ran a drill in Southern California where the heat in the cab was around 140 plus around noon. It sucked so bad. We started work at 1am to get enough time in the day. Anyone that runs equipment long enough has endless stories of misery and pain. Yet, I miss it so much. I don't know if this is true in other cities, but train and bus operators in Boston make bank. I've rarely met a higher paid, less engaged group of employees in my life, and I work in recruiting. I have a friend who's MBTA bus mechanic. He makes so much money, he can retire at 45. Plus, if you put in 20 years, you get a pension of half your pay for the rest of your life. I fix hospital beds. We'll be making 100k within my first two years with full benefits. I also have full control over my hours. Power linemen make bank. Not a lot of people even know about it. Insanely dangerous job, though. Two linemen died in our small town because some person or family didn't shut their breaker off when they hooked up their generator while they were working on it. Electricity is freaking terrifying, and sometimes even the smallest things missed can have major consequences. Just for clarity, the situation was during a natural disaster, and sleep depravity was most definitely the root cause of the deaths. Linemen were working and barely sleeping for a week straight before backup could come. But the lack of sleep in itself is a major danger, as is the weather they sometimes work in, or the electricity itself. Linemen take safety seriously, but one thing going wrong can end in disaster, even something as simple as flipping a wrong switch or forgetting a single piece of safety equipment. But as far as things go, electricity is probably one of the last things on earth you want any accident with. I drive machinery in a coal mine in Australia. I make about 170k. Even our new trainees are paid pretty well, about 48 bucks per hour. I think it ends up being close to 90 to 100k. Easy money for sitting on your ass in an air-conditioned cab. Longshoreman, if you're a senior member of a union, you make absolute cake, 180k plus a year. Yeah, it seems anything involving very heavy machinery is a good, dependable way to make a solid amount of money. Wish I'd figured that out earlier in life. Becoming a locksmith changed my life. Well paid and I get to help people out. I love it. Self-employed cleaning services. I don't know exactly what to call them. My parents started getting paid $35 an hour cleaning a community center to $50 from cleaning offices. My mum started it and then my dad joined in to help her with the hours and taking care of the house and kids. Eventually, my mum got good contacts and started cleaning the offices of managers from factories, Sacramento politicians, and stuff alike. Can't express how proud I am of my mum. She turned all those crappy Hispanic cleaning lady jokes into something bragworthy. Utility Lineman There's a developing shortage nationwide due to baby boom retirements. It's well-paid base, but the overtime is fabulous. I have a couple of friends who got into this after they left the military. They all make well over 100k. Storm season brings in tons of overtime. They're all in their late to mid-twenties buying houses. UPS drivers can make close to 100k if you stay there long enough. Blew me away when I first heard that. My uncle was a UPS driver in Maine for 30 years. He had to quit due to an unrelated injury, but I'm pretty sure he was making high 80k to low 90k before that. Some of the happiest people in society too, especially if you're single. How so? 
You know the old jokes about the mailman being your dad? The UPS are those guys. It's really good money, but there are some negatives. The worst is that you're in a truck with no air conditioning that is mostly sealed up if you're in the back. In Florida, that's freaking miserable. Also, they have polyester uniforms. Other drawbacks include your route for the day gets put together by some fricking optimization program that parcels out minute by minute how long you're going to take, it does not take into consideration traffic jams, finding parking spots inside of a busy city, it just calculates that you drive there and then assumes you're going to find parking right out in front, and that the elevator works, and that someone is home at all, and that you're standing there with 10 60-pound parcels containing a complete weightlifting bench plus weights, and you look up the three flights of stairs with no elevator and you know you've got approximately two to three minutes per package. Yeah, nah, frick that. Oh, and plus you're going to be on the front lines of receiving feedback, so if anyone is getting cursed out for a bad delivery, it's you first. Ditch Digger, actually directional boring. Guy I know was literally a ditch digger, but got into this by renting the specialized equipment just at the right time and right place. Fiber optic build out in the 1990s. He will also say that he made it simply by being reliable and trustworthy. I do not know exactly how much he makes, but he has an 80 foot sport fisherman, probably cost 7 to 10 million, and he brought a $4 million property on a whim. I was a bathroom attendant in a fancy restaurant, made $100 a night in cash to do next to nothing. Well, they don't do nothing. Their purpose seems to be to make the bathroom experience half as convenient and 1,000% more awkward. And they always succeed. I'm pretty sure they're only in there to keep people from doing hard substances in the bathroom. Not a good sign, regardless. Oh, and to stop people doing the deed in the stalls. The year I got out of high school, I picked up a job at a private country club, working the bag room. When I spotted a member, I'd grab their reserved private cart from their garage and load their cubs on it that they stored in the bag room. A couple of damp towels hung on the back, pencils, scorecards, and everything waiting by the time they stepped up. Place was primarily executives and whatnot for like the major automotive companies here in Michigan. I made a couple of hundred each day in tips. During a couple of tournaments that took place, I went home with around $500 in my pocket. I took home so much each day that I kept forgetting to pick up my paycheck, which was something like another $400 each week. Late 90s minimum wage. Only part of the job I hated was using the picker to get the balls off the range. There was always some butthole trying to use me for target practice. Funeral director is a great paying job with not a whole lot of schooling. That's what I do and I make about $75,000. If you have a strong stomach, cleaning up death and crime scenes pays very well and requires very little education. I have a friend who did this. It's definitely paid well, but he talked about some things he saw and I don't know if I could do it myself. Yeah, I think I could deal with working around dead bodies, but the second any sort of horrific accidents or murder was involved, I think it would begin to get too much. There is a job in my country where you're paid something like 10,000 euros per mission to touch newborn chicks and determine whether they're boys or girls. The ones near me must be really bad at their job because they seem to have like a 50% success rate when we buy chicks, so we may as well leave it up to chance. Well, there's also that part where you put male chicks in a grinder all day. In some states, corrections officers make insane money with just a GED and a willingness to work overtime. Let me specify some states, guys. Some states. In California, those guys can make 125 k a year with little overtime. Bartending. Some people know, but the overwhelming majority don't. If I only worked 20 hours, two days a week this year, weekends, I would make close to 50 k If I really tried and worked two solid jobs five days a week, I could easily hit close to, if not over 100 k This doesn't apply to every bar or bartender. You're not going to make this kind of money at an Applebee's or a super-franchised corporate establishment. 
So true. I have a good friend that bartends in the Spanish club in Miami, and he said if he decided to work four days a week instead of working one to two days a week, he could probably make 100k a year. Hot dog vendors can earn six figures per year. Buddy of mine went to Hopkins back in the day and noticed that the lacrosse games, while well attended, had no vendors. Nobody seemed to want the job, so he asked if he could. Year later, he had all of his friends bagging hot dogs the night before and was buying drinks and chips by the truckload. Sold everything for a dollar and came home after every game with trash bags full of dollars. Year or so later, the school realized what a cash cow it was and took over the gig, but my buddy had pretty much paid for school by then. Collecting golf balls. Saw on the news a guy makes over $250,000 traveling around and using scuba gear getting golf balls. I mean, that's more scuba diving. If in Florida, that's very well worth it, considering for the sole reason of fricking alligators. It's the same with underwater welding. No one's paying you for the welding part as much as they're paying you for the possibility that some tube sucks you in and you die. I don't know if it's surprising, but one people don't think about, selling ad space on local broadcast stations. I do it and make more than most families do in my area, and I'm at a smaller market. Going into a medium one can put you well into six figures. I work as a lunch lady. I get school vacations off, summers off, and weekends. No nights or even really afternoons. It's amazing. I also get benefits and every year I get a raise. So between the money and the time off, the job is 100% worth it. Furry artist. Seriously, furries will shovel out so much money for commissions and then tip on top of that. If you get a big enough following, it can be surprisingly well paid. Contractors for household moving companies with 18-wheelers can gross between 200 and 400k in a year. I'd be interested to know how much is profit considering the running costs plus insurance for an 18-wheeler, let alone the cost of an 18-wheeler. Train driver for London Underground. Heavily unionized industry and London's dependency on the network means they've been able to demand an enviable package. High base pay, high rates over time, and travel passes for the family. Document specialist for utilities. Basically, you have to know someone to get into it, but I went from making under 40k for an office admin to 120k as a doc specialist. No college requirements, often people just get their spouses or siblings on because they've worked in an office before. As a general rule, this is terrible for anyone who actually knows what they're doing on the job, but like, whatever. A lot of times I'm just getting paid to hold down a desk. YouTubers who just copy Reddit posts into a voice thing and then upload it with the text in the background. And for those saying people who actually speak and make it unique aren't that bad, I agree. I still don't watch them, but I agree. My point is those YouTubers who literally just copy-paste into a text-to-speech program that they found on the internet. Haha, <laughs> this thread will probably get reviewed by one of them, and this comment will be subsequently skipped. <clears throat> First of all, I've called you, second commenter. And I agree, the ones who use AI are terrible. Good thing that doesn't happen here. Other than that, no comment. I think a lot of this thread is really misleading. First, everyone is saying, I knew a guy, or I made 100k, and while I don't doubt that these are true things people are sharing, it isn't what someone else can expect to make. We should be talking about median salary or medium wage. Second, especially since we aren't talking about median salaries, almost nobody included the location. A few people did. Making 80k in New York or San Francisco is like making 30k in a small Midwestern town, according to most of the living-slash-salary comparisons websites. The real truth is, a reasonably free market is going to adjust wages based on supply and demand, meaning that a job that is either difficult to do because it takes lots of skill, training, or education and pays well, 
like a heart surgeon, or if a job is dirty, dangerous, or otherwise unpleasant, and has to pay well to attract candidates, like certain fishermen, or a job whose wages are high due to external factors, like a union or lobbying body that sets wages which results in far more candidates than jobs, like my union painter uncle that makes 120k instead of the national medium of 40k. Top comment is a garbage collector in New York City. First, 100k in New York City is the equivalent of 40k in a small Midwestern town, and that wage is artificially high, resulting in far more applications than jobs, meaning odds are you can't get that job. National median is 25k. Next top is aircraft dispatcher. National median salary is 32k according to Glassdoor and Salarycom, but 40k if you believe the Airline Dispatcher Federation. Finally, a lot of people are talking about starting a business doing X, which is entirely different than working X on a salary. Median salary of a plumber is 45k in the US. They don't get the hourly wage they bill you for, and if they start doing their own plumbing business, they need to pay for insurance, benefits, and additional taxes, advertising, and a million other things on top of just being a plumber. They also have to deal with all the hours when they don't have to work. Higher risk, but higher potential reward. A successful business person running a plumbing company who has about 10 employees might make 200k or more per year, but they also lose 100k and it doesn't really compare to a salary, especially today with all the salary information we have available to us. A job that pays a lot, that doesn't suck, that anyone can do, isn't going to keep paying a lot. Trader Joe's managers. General managers of stores make 100 grand plus. Assistant store managers make 60 to 80,000 per year. Not bad for working grocery. Scrum masters in software development industry. They're paid six figures for basically setting up meetings and being cheerleaders. They don't have any responsibility for delivery of work, and they don't have any work beyond what I described. My Scrum Master is a little bit more valuable than you describe, but it is an odd thing worth pointing out in this thread. He's not a useless toady. Half of the value is having a single point of contact for what's going on type questions, so that the workers can work and the need-to-knowers can get the information they need to know. I'm a gardener. There's a serious lack of folks willing to do manual labor in the outdoors year-round. Most commercial properties have to maintain a certain amount of green area in our city. Hospitals and other places like that need legitimate crews to do the work with professionalism. No catcalling or spitting or swearing, etc., including bonded employees and good insurance and equipment, etc. As a result, we're in demand and we get paid surprisingly well. No university education is needed, low barrier to entry, great pay, and job security. Dog Groomer It's a weird industry, though, and a skill that really has to be learned hands-on. Grooming schools can be a good start, but I know great groomers that never went to school for it, and terrible groomers that spent thousands on classes. Just being good at handling dogs is the best foundation for success. It's not the easiest job in the world. It's largely commission-based, and if you're lucky, you get any benefits out of it. But if you get enough practice to be good at it and build up a loyal clientele base in a decently affluent area, it's very good money. The haircuts I do range from $70 to $175, and I'm paid 50%, which averages out to around $30 to $35 an hour most days. Not everyone tips, but those that do usually tip $5 to $20 per dog, and because I do about 40 dogs in an average week, that's an extra couple of hundred in my pocket. So if you don't mind working on your feet all day, sustaining repetitive motion injuries, not taking lunch breaks, and dealing with insane customers, then picking the crap out of dogs' buttholes is a good living. San Francisco Poop Patrol, a 10-person team, and all they do is go around the city and clean up human feces, which is apparently a problem there. They make around $80,000 a year, plus pensions and benefits, which bring the total to about 150 k 
Not even kidding. Let's go scoop poop. But it's in San Francisco, one of the most expensive cities in the country. Yeah, 80k is still really struggling in San Francisco. Some of those people pooping in the street make 80k a year. Underwater welding pays a tremendous amount. The only one I know personally retired comfortably in his 40s. Given how dangerous underwater welding is, I'd say the pay isn't surprising at all. Notary clerks. $30 just for signing a document and putting it in a register. The HVAC dude who used to come to my work to clean our furnaces made six figures and retired at 40. Now he lives in Mexico and teaches people to scuba dive. At the right place, waitressing. I got tipped $800 waitressing at a bowling alley for a team-building company party. You pick the right restaurant and just get good at it and you make bank. I know people who work at mid-range restaurants who make 80k a year and you know they don't truthfully declare the tips they get. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.